0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Alana Trenilla writes, cooks, sells fresh vegetables, teaches cheesemaking, and blogs at eatingfromthegroundup.com. Her first book was Homemade Pantry, and her latest is The Homemade Kitchen. And she's joining me today from Western Massachusetts. Hello, Alana. Welcome to Amy's Table.
1: Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so happy to be
0: here. Well, I am happy to speak to you. When I started to flip through your book, and I love the way it's divided, and I love the images and just some of your thoughts, I thought, I'm going to just love speaking to you. So, yay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, really, it's really great. And what I love is that your chapters are divided in such an interesting way. Talk to us a little bit about why and what they are.
1: Well, really at its heart, this book is about all the different ways that I try to eat in a way that reflects how I want to live. So although, you know, it's packed with recipes and this is all the food, you know, th- this, is, this is really the food we eat in our home, in our kitchen, and how we use produce through the year. And, but it really ended up making sense to organize it around these different ways that I try to stay on track in terms of how I want to relate to food in my life. So, you know, it started out being organized in many different ways. And in the end, my editor and I, we just, we sat down, we had a big meeting, and we said, you know, this list, this list of these ways to really incorporate food into our lives in good ways, this list is what this book is all about.
0: Uh, I I just love it. I think it's such a great way to approach it, and also so sort of inspirational, too. For example, your first chapter, Start Where You Are.
1: Yes, so Start Where You Are is really, that's, That's the introduction to the book, and I just think, you know, for all of us, whether we're experts in the kitchen or beginners, it's so good to just think about, you know, who am I in the kitchen, and what makes me happy, what do I want to eat, because I think there's a real tendency these days, especially with so much perfection out there, to just reach in places that don't set us up for success, you know, we just see so many images whether on social media or in food TV, of just perfect, perfect food. So I love to just encourage people and myself to say, you know, who am I? What do I love to do in the kitchen? What do I crave? What do I know? What do I want to learn? And really just to start where we are and and go from there.
0: Well, in fact, there's a quote from you in your publicity materials. Homemade food is the opposite of perfection. It holds the stamp of its maker. And you're so right. You know, it used to be body images we'd see all these images of and go, wow, we can't live up to this. And it is so food images now. You know, when you think of (laughs) Pinterest and then people go and try and make it themselves and post their Pinterest fail, you know, and it's true. It's just like, wait a minute. You know, good food is is not necessarily camera ready and not necessarily on trend or, you know.
1: Food is really, you know, homemade food is meant to feed us and our families and our friends. And if it does that, then you have success. I mean, I just think we need to just slow down and really assess how we're, you know, how we're working in the kitchen and, and really set ourselves up for success.
0: Yep, I agree so very much. Well, the next chapter, and we won't go through every single one, but I really (laughs) like the be a beginner. And, you know, it's funny, you've got some basic techniques starting with how to cook an egg, which, boy, that could be a show in and of itself. But don't you think that's part of it is people should learn just super solid techniques and recipes while they can be inspirational become less important.
1: It's true because once you have a few of these really solid techniques, and you feel like you can use them in the ways that you want, like you can alter them, you can, you understand the science of them, you understand how they change, Uh, you know, then you really have the building blocks to create anything in the kitchen. And that's why I started with that chapter. I feel like even no matter what your, your expertise in the kitchen is, you know, we all have skills that we know and skills that we wish we knew. So I tried to cover those skills that I feel like are just Have really been transformative for me in in thinking about how I build recipes and how I build food in the kitchen.
0: As you put the book together, how much of it was sort of driven by your readers on eating from the ground up?
1: Well, you know, a lot of the philosophy of it was really driven by my readers. I have such an amazing community over there. I'm so grateful for the people who have been, you know, new readers, but also I have readers who have been there, you know, since the beginning in 2008. And um, over the years, I've really uh, asked a lot of questions of my readers and opened it up for discussion. I've I've done a lot of, you know, just throwing a question out there and asking them to weigh in on it, especially just in ways that I'm trying to figure out how to live better and how to be, you know, more joyful in the kitchen. And they've really helped to educate me. You know, it's it's such an amazing thing. The internet can be so great in that way that you just can have a conversation with thousands and yeah. um, and, and sometimes that can be overwhelming, but I like to try to find um, you know there's it's such a strength of the internet, something I'm so grateful for, so really, you know a lot of the ways these conversations in the book about picky kids, about ways to slow down, about ways to you know relate how I cook to how I relate to politics, I mean all of those questions have really been um, addressed on the site, and I, I'm so grateful to my readers for weighing in on that stuff because it's really brought all new, all these sort of new thoughts to me, and, and so it's definitely been shaped by the readers, of course.
0: I think that's great. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Alana Chernilla, and she is the author of The Homemade Kitchen, her latest book, and you know, I love that this is... Both cookbook, both sort of straight talk and inspirational. I'm looking at how to roast a chicken. Again, that is a topic that could go on for days, but I love it, and it's an important one. But your first sentence in this, I feel about perfect roast chicken as I do about God. Everyone has a different way of getting there, and I'm pretty sure that everyone is mostly right. I mean, that is so fantastic. Talk about, you know, great space to put your head before you start to cook a chicken
1: and isn't that just the way? I mean, I feel like I every single chef has a perfect roast chicken recipe. And have you ever made a bad roast chicken?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, but I will say I'm sure people have. I'm sure they've done raw yes, on the inside ones or to do it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, these are some skills that I think, you know, they're so freeing. If all of a sudden you can be like, shoot, I don't have anything for dinner and go and pick up a whole chicken, and some fresh vegetables, and some greens, and you know you've got enough in your pantry to dress, season, spice up. And to be able to just go do that without having to turn to, you know, once you get those skills, I just think they're really, really important. They are kind of like, you know, superhero skills.
1: They but- are, and I think once you have those skills, you have this this confidence in the kitchen. I mean, it, it becomes a base, And all of a sudden, people go from thinking, I don't cook, to I do cook. And that shift is so powerful. It's like people surprise themselves for what they end up doing. It's wonderful to watch that.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, one of the things that's going on is so much food waste in our country. And, you know, of course, a lot of it, unfortunately, does happen at a retail level. But actually, I think I'm correct when I say most happens in the home. And you have a chapter called Use Your Scraps. And I love this. Talk to us a little bit about how we can help end this problem of food waste in our country.
1: Well, I think in the home kitchen, so much food waste comes from insecurity about how to gauge our own ingredients. And, you know, I think especially when we start making more food at home and we start maybe making more basic pantry staples and you know, we sort of lose that tool of the expiration date, which I think we, we so rely on, you know, mm-hmm. with the expiration date. So, you know, I get so many emails like, oh, this looks like this. Do I need to throw it away? Or, you know, I think people get really concerned that they're going to eat something that they shouldn't. And they they tend to always err on the side of throwing away things too soon or not making use of something that they should. And I think, you know, there are so many treasures in the kitchen that people are just throwing in their garbages. So that's really what I wanted to focus on. It's not even just um, for, for reducing food waste, although that's really my first priority, but it's also that there's all these flavor-packed ingredients that we're just throwing away, squash seeds or bread, or even peach pits, or strawberry holes, you know, so many ingredients that we just don't use. And I mean, it's another, it goes back to the roast chicken. I mean, why buy chicken breast when you could buy a roast chicken, have a great chicken dinner, and then have those bones ready to make like a super flavorful and wonderful stock the next
0: day? Exactly. You throw
1: in your leek tops and your you know, your vegetable peels and whatever you've saved in your freezer, which is a great way to do it, and you have a stop ready to go. And I feel like, you know, for me, I like I say in the book, I feel like I'm sort of sticking it to the man. I'm like, it's free food. <laughs>
0: they thought I would throw it away, but I made a whole nother meal out of it. Well this is just really a great book. I think whether you're okay. just starting out, whether you are, you know, looking for some inspiration, it's called uh, The Homemade Kitchen, and it's by Alana Chernilla, and she is also the author of The Homemade Pantry, and she writes at her blog, which is, oh my gosh, Alana, I just lost it, eatingfromthegroundup.com. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> I've so enjoyed speaking with you, and we're going to put your recipe on amystable.com for your preserved lemons, which, oh, Oh, by the way, I also love. That'll shock people who have never tasted them or made them. What a delicious burst of flavor that can be.
1: One of my very favorite ingredients, and you can make it so easily at home.
0: Yeah, perfect. Well, Alana, thank you so much. And uh, I'm going to start following your blog, and and really thanks for sharing your, your vision and your thoughts and your inspiration with us today.
1: Oh, thank you. I loved
0: it. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.